Okay, welcome to another episode of 30 Minutes with DailyStraits.com. This is your host, June Ramley. Our guest today is Brendan Malone, who is the co-founder and CEO of Rise Invest Australia and Group COO of Rise Invest Limited. So Brendan has over 20 years of experience in the financial industry, including the Royal Bank of Scotland, AMB AMRO, and has extensive experience across all aspects of investment banking, client coverage, strat and strategy, along with compliance and everything operational. Brandon is known for his ability to innovate and operate at a highly strategic level while driving operational excellence with strong attention to detail. So our chat today with Brandon would revolve around his company, Rias, and all things money and investment-related issues pertaining to those in Australia. So without further ado, let's invite Brandon to the show. Hi, Brandon. How are you today? Hi, June. Great. Great to be here. Thanks for the opportunity. Awesome. So let's dive right into the question. So, so tell us, like, you know, what the app is all about, Rias. Yeah, look, it's an interesting one, Ray's, and you know, I, I listen to what uh, you're you reading out my bio, and it does make me sound quite old and tired, and and I've been doing things for a long time. But that what was important, what's important about that is that I've had the experience in the banks, I've had the experience working with corporate customers and the high net wealth individuals, and coming from um, Newcastle in Australia, uh, and then moving to London and working with Royal Bank of Scotland, and seeing those exposures across the world, what uh, what brought both George Lucas and myself to back in the day Acorns when it was first launched out here in Australia was uh, the fact that it empowers individuals to to be financially literate it provides hands-on experience in financial markets financial literacy and it also then then it taps on the uh, the, the philosophy of financial inclusion and, and then drives down financial wellness so that's what Raise is about and and for people that don't know, it, it started as Acorns, and, and there is an app in the in the US called Acorns. But what it is for as for as little as five dollars and five dollars Australian, you're invested into the market. So you deposit five dollars today, tomorrow you'll have five dollars in a, in a diversified portfolio of anywhere from seven to nine ETFs that are all quoted here on the ASX. And it's it, it really is as simple as that. So is this like a um a branch out of Acorn or are you completely independent from them? Uh, we're independent now. When we first started, it was a 50-50 joint venture with the Acorns guys from the US. Um, and then we sort of separated from those guys or from, from Acorns in the January of 2018. In April 2018, we, we went from the Acorns name to the Ray's name. Uh, and then in June 2018, we listed on the ASX under the code RZI. Uh, and, and the main reason from, from the split was that we wanted to take the app in a different direction than what, what Acorns was at the time. But it was also important to us that we had that go, that we, we went into Southeast Asia. So with the, with the 15 million that we raised on the initial listing, we, it helped us jumpstart the, the launch of our Indonesian business, which has about 250,000 customers at the moment, uh, and then Malaysia, which has about 110,000. Awesome. So I just want to add this question for um, developers out there who want to, you know, do something like yours. Does uh, investment apps in Australia require any kind of special uh, reserve bank kind of approval from the government? Like, do you need any kind of um, government approval? It, it's it's heavily regulated, so it's it's not from something like the Reserve Bank. 
what uh, what we, how we operate and and that, and it is important because I think the way that you um, would approach an app like this is to make sure that the compliance side of it's all done before you spend the time, the effort, the months, the dollars on the technology build. And that was something that George is very good at, making sure that we had our Australian Financial Services licence in place, had the appropriate licences in place before we spent the time and money. Um, a, because once you lodge it with ASIC down here, it takes a period of time to get approved. So instead of doing the tech build, then doing the lodgement and then waiting for the approval, it's we did the lodgement, we did the build, we, yeah, uh, and, then, and then we got the approval and away we went. So it is, uh, I don't know if heavily regulated is the word, but it's correctly regulated to make sure, uh, because at the end of the day, and especially dealing with retail customers, we're talking to mums and dads and and um, individuals for $5, $20, $30. We have accounts that are 350000 six, six, we, we had a $600,000. So it's important that we do the right thing by everybody's money, no matter how big, how big they are. Awesome. So um, what is the competitive advantage out there um, with your app, include, uh, especially uh, when it comes to banks? Because you can also trade with a bank like NAP. You can open a, a, an account with NAP and trade, but they have like that $500. You know. Minimum. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, June, I think that's, I mean, you've pretty much hit the first one on the head, but I'll put it this way. When we look at our competitors, what provides us with the competitive advantage is that Raise is an and app. It's not a I have a NAB account and I or I have a Raise account. You can have both, and that's the beauty of it, because a it creates that diversification as well. But the 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 features and the products that we've set up, it really Raise is really there as a sort of set and forget. It's an automated savings platform or automated savings tool that will put you into the market. It will put you into uh, a, a portfolio of ETFs quoted on the ASX, but it also gives that one step removed. And I, look, I'm a big offender of it. I know that if I if I have money in my NAB savings account, but I can have money in my other NAB savings account, if I need it, I can get onto my phone, I can transfer the money instantly, and then I can spend it. But what Raise will do is it takes it out of my NAB bank account, it puts it into the stock market. So that instant gratification or instant urge that I might have is gone because I have to sell down those ETFs under Australian, under the ASX rules, it's a, two, a T2 um, settlement period. So I might withdraw it on a Monday. I won't get it back to Thursday. So that instant gratification or instant needs gone and I, I've managed to save my money. So it's from a, from a member point of view or a member of the fund or a member of a, a, the ra having a raise account, it provides that one extra step mm -hmm. uh, as a competitive advantage. But it's when we first launched five or six years ago, it was a savings app with just that investment tool. Now, today, there's about 19 different features in Raise that creates that uh, benefits. And, you know, one of them is Raise Super. You know, we have a superannuation offering. So if, so in the palm of your hand, you can see your Raise Invest account and you can see your Raise Super account and actively see how that's going. It, it, we offer something like Raise Rewards where you shop with one of the 500-plus merchants that are on our platform. They will put cash back not cash back into your bank account where you can spend it again. It puts cash back into your portfolio. So they give provide raise the money, then raise will buy the ETFs or your investments for you and, and turns it into those, those equity positions. So it creates that's a, that's a you know I think that's a superb competitive advantage out there.
Awesome. So can you tell me a number of people using your app uh, to date? Like if you can um, reveal those numbers or maybe a ballpark figure. Yeah, I mean, we are in the business of roundups, so I will. I will be. Uh, we we do put out out our numbers to the uh, ASX every month, and we're due to put our August numbers out uh, in the next couple of days. But it's around three hundred thousand active users, and what I mean by that is that means they've got an account balance greater than five dollars in Australia. Uh, we've had about one point uh, one point two million Aussies sign up. We're verified in KYC or known your known your client um, over over six hundred thousand here in Australia, and then that comes down to about three hundred thousand monthly active. In Indonesia, they're, they're big numbers as well. That active number is two hundred fifty thousand, and in Malaysia, it's one hundred ten thousand. So quite a few, yeah. quite a few. Users. So what's your brokerage fees like? Do you have any? Well, we don't we don't call them brokerage fees. What what we've done and and the competitive advantage again from a raise point of view uh, or against our competitors is it's a subscription model. So what that means is if you're in the one that the, the the cheapest portfolio, the cheapest subscription option is three dollars fifty a month. So three dollars fifty Aussie a month. But what that means is I can put in money, I can deposit, I can withdraw, I can we we have this function called a rebalancing or a switching where if you're not comfortable being in the aggressive portfolio because of the market volatility or something's happened in the US overnight and you want to change, you're allowed, you can switch your account, your portfolio from an aggressive portfolio to a conservative portfolio. Or you could go into the Emerald portfolio, which is our socially responsible theme, or you think Bitcoin's going to do something and we have a, we have a, a portfolio called Sapphire where 5% of the holdings is allocated to, to hardcore Bitcoin. So you might want to switch into that. So all those it deposits withdrawals and switching is all included in the monthly three dollar fifty fee so three fifty and a minimum of five dollars uh yes. if you want to invest awesome great product very simple very <laughs> yeah simple. so if uh you know end of financial year so everyone is doing their taxes right now and they're going to get a big chunk of money so do you think this is the best time for them to probably open up an account with Rias and start you know uh dabbling into the share market we we don't give professional or, or financial advice, and we're not that. So it's general advice. What I can say is we do see people putting um, a larger amount of money in this time of year, and it's a bit like January and February. We see a lot of sign ups come in because everybody's got two years, two New Year's resolutions every year. I've got the same two every year: get fit, save money. So we see people sign up in the January and February, but. What, what I mean by people putting in money at this time of year, if they have received a tax refund, is there's four ways to get money into your investment account. And as I said at the start, it's, it's about automating, getting things done in the background of life. So the first one's roundups. So we, we look at your bank transaction and it'll say, hey, my, my, my bank statement will say, you bought a coffee downstairs at, at the cafe for $3.50. The app will see that transaction for $3.50. It'll round it to $4.00 and it will hold that 50 cents until other roundups join it. And as soon as that goes over the threshold of $5, then it will do a direct debit to my bank account. So it's all done automatically. The second one is I can set up a recurring deposit. So I could do a dollar a day, dollar a week, dollar a month. So again, it's all automated. And the third way is lump sum deposit. And that's when you know, people may get a tax check or you know from their birthday, they might get $50 from grandma or a friend or something. So they can put that one-off lump sum deposit in. And then the fourth way to get the money into the raise account is that raise rewards program that I spoke about where you shop with 
you know, my, my wife shops with bonds for kids' clothing, so then bonds will then put that cash back into her raise account. Okay, what's your opinion on financial literacy? Do you think that's an important skill to have? Oh, absolutely. Someone the other day said to me, what would you tell your 18-year-old self um, if you could go back um, to them? And it would be to get a raise account. You know, I... <laughs> I was fortunate enough to uh, for my parents to to give me some education um, around stocks and around and, and I went straight after school. I went in to be an accountant, so I sort of had a, an understanding. But the biggest draw card for for me to join George back in 2015 on this on this adventure was the opportunity that it creates for financial edu education and financial literacy. And what I mean by that is people would ring me and say, hey, Brendan, you work with a bank, you must know where to invest money. And it's like, no, no, it's not about investing. And when, you know, one, one of my mates said, I want, you know, should I buy BHP shares or should I buy Combank shares? And it wasn't about buying, you know, buying one share isn't the right thing. You've got to understand the market. You've got to understand what you're putting it in and what the risks are. But then you've got to understand diversification. So when we saw the Acorns product and said, okay, you're going into this. You're going into this aggressive portfolio. It's got exposure to the money markets. It's got exposure to corporate bonds, government bonds. It's got all the um, um, ASX 200 and corporate entities. Those different asset classes within the investment opportunity. So by providing it, that diversification creates that education and awareness of what's out there. Uh, you know, I remember on day one, uh, in the first couple of months, I answered the phone for a customer and they said, oh, the papers and the news are telling me that the stock market's crashed. And I said, yes, but have you looked at the app itself? And they had $20 in it and the $20 was now $19.90. And they're like, well, that's not as bad as I thought it would be. But because the media provides this, you know, they need big numbers across the front of the paper to sell the paper. But what it meant in reality to this individual's raise account was, oh, okay, thanks. And they just hung up on me. Yeah, you know, there was the stress and everything had gone. But if he if he had realised and just looked at it himself, they you know it would be part of that financial education and financial literacy. So I I think I think it's huge. And you know there's there's a strong uh, partnership and sponsorship that Raise is doing down here in Australia with the Montessori schools is to help create some sort of money and finance curriculum to 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 be put into schools in Australia, and and you know, one day hopefully globally. So Raise is doing that. Yes. Oh, yeah. that's good. When yeah. do you plan to start that? We've started the work. It's just the writing a curriculum and getting it approved just takes time. And we're, what are we now, September? So we're nine months into the program. Oh, wow. That's great. Very exciting. Um, yeah. So I wanted to ask you this. So in 2020, during the height of the pandemic, there was a lot of people investing like crazy. And one of the apps that they were investing in was called Robinhood. And there was a bit of a saga there because some people realized that when they wanted to withdraw the money, they couldn't withdraw the money and they found it very hard to get in touch with the people behind the app. So you guys are different. You are regulated and you're, you know, in the market, share market, uh, stock market, AXX, which means that you are, you know, top of the class. But I am just curious, you see, when somebody invests money in this kind of apps, right, where is the money stored? Well, so backing it up to Robinhood, I think um, the important part and, and the culture and the product offering from day one that we saw was that customers, because, you know, $5, $10, $20, $80, $100 to an individual is a lot of money. 
So you know, depending on their circumstances, so we made sure that a our customer support is 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 reliant and 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 gets back to customers in a timely manner. But it was also important to if a customer wanted their five, ten, twenty dollars back, make it very simple. And we have a nice bright red button in the app that says close my account, which will then send the money back to the funding source, which which has to be an Australian bank account for the Australian apps. So um, yeah, that that's that that was what we thought was was absolutely important there. But in the case of raise, what happens is you put in ten dollars. So if I if I opened up my app today and said, hey, let's make a deposit, it would at, at overnight tonight it would direct debit my NAB because I bank with NAB my NAB everyday account, bring the money over to the raise trading account today. And then tomorrow, or tomorrow's the weekend, so the next trading day, it will turn that $10 of cash into $10 of equity. So then we would transfer that $10 to the ASX or to the broker for settlement. So we don't actually physically hold the cash. We hold the, the, the units or the shares that you buy. Okay. So everything is regulated in the cloud and it's all yeah okay great yeah, yeah. and then and then what happens is we to, to, because we are talking about mums and dads and retail money we we outsource our custodian so if something ever happened to raise june would go hey this is my raise account this is my number and then the third party custodian will say well these are the shares we own on your behalf okay okay yeah. so everything's cool so okay um what about you know um people who are overwhelmed with investment. So you see, there's this Melissa Kadek issue that happened because people felt like, you know, dealing with numbers and money is a bit, you know, when it comes to that, they don't want to, they just don't want to go there. Yep. So, and unfortunately for them, they had the bad, uh, they had the, uh, you know, the uh, very bad luck with that situation. So um, what are your, what is your advice on this what what when you when somebody feels very hard like they find this whole investing thing too hard to go forward what is your advice for people like this like what was the first step they should do yeah look i i think and even my father told me years ago you only invest in what you understand or what you can afford to lose and i, th I think that's the problem that you know out there people might be following other people's advice without completely understanding that themselves. Look, I, it took me a long time to get into Bitcoin compared to the rest of the market because I didn't understand it. So I wouldn't put money into it. Um, you know, I had to put money into it at some stage to, to get an understanding of it. But I personally don't invest in something that I don't understand. And this is what Raise tries to do. It is It breaks down the barriers to investing. It breaks down the minimum investment. So it's $5. And what we do is small, amounts of money over time consistently to create that world so five dollars ten dollars and when you get better when you get educated or, or or understand what you're doing then we do and we see the behavior of individuals they will increase their investment you know something that we did we launched we originally launched with five portfolios our customers asked us for a social responsible we built emerald our customers asked us for an understanding of bitcoin so we built sapphire and so that was about four years into the journey, five years into the journey. And a lot of our customers had been with us since day one. And they were going, cool, you've now educated me on the market. I'm going to go off and do my trading. And we're like, hang on a sec. You're still, you know, there is still some education there. It's different. It's, it's you know, you're in ETFs. Now you want to go and trade in shares. So what we did was we created what we call customized portfolios. So we list all the ETFs. We've got 16 ETFs available in the app plus Bitcoin. And a customer can weight their own portfolios. 
So it gives them that extra hands-on experience to sort of continue to bring them up the, tra the, the, the training curve and the understanding curve. So I think no matter what you do, I mean, even, you know, I, I'm an accountant by trade, I work at Ray's, but if there's something wrong with my car and the, the, the card, the automatic, the uh, repair guy rings me and says, this is, this a, hang on a sec, you're asking me to spend a lot of money, I need to understand what I'm spending my money on. And I think people need to understand that as well in the market or in financial investing is to understand what you're going into, understand the risks associated with the product or the asset class that you're investing in. Awesome. So what's the expansion plan like moving forward for the app? Like, is there any new markets that you want to go into? So we're, we're, in Australia, we're, we're really working hard on um, sort of increasing the awareness of the app inside the app and the education, the training tools. But we're also um, getting pretty ready to launch what we call our Raise Property Fund. So we don't have any exposure to property in our in our apps or our asset classes. So we we bought a business last year called Super Estate, which is a, a superannuation business that has a rent a resident Australian residential property fund off to the side, and 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 that they buy properties in there. So we've taken it out of Super and put it on its own, so our raised invest customers can have exposure to the raised property. So I think that's uh, to, sorry to Australian residential property through the raised property fund, which I'm very excited to do, and and the feedback from our customers is is pretty exciting. Uh, so there's it's some product developments over in Australia coming. We already said that, uh, that we're in Indonesia um, and, and Malaysia. We've got uh, an awesome staff member in Thailand that's mm -hmm. on the ground there working with the regulator to, to get our licenses and, and structures in place there to go into Thailand. And then uh, and Vietnam's on the list. So wow. between between those, uh, between you know, running the Australian or, or growing the Australian, Indonesia and Malaysia business, Thailand and Vietnam, that's enough. I mean, someone says to me, why can't you do more? I said, because there's not enough minutes in the day or hours in the day or days in the week. Yeah, so uh, is those the property one, would, be, would it be REIT, like REIT investments? It, it's a REIT-like uh, trust, yes. Yeah, property fund, yeah. For yes. Australian investments or investments? Yeah, just at this, at this stage, it'll be just, well, it will be uh, for Australian residential property. Okay. So, so, so the, the REIT that we have set up for the superannuation or the super estate business currently owns 10 properties all around Australia. Okay, wow. So that started or is going to start? That's No, that started. That's been running, Grant's been running that business now for about four, four or five years. Uh, and now we're about to launch our new REIT, which will yeah. be for the Raise Invest product. When will that be launched? Like, you know, uh, we're just finalizing the PDS and all the regulatory requirements now. So, you know, I'd love to say in two to three weeks, but it's probably four to five weeks. Awesome. Yeah. So who's your competitor in Australia? Do you have a competitor? I think... Um, Are the banks anybody, your competitor? Yeah, anybody taking a retail deposit, Really? You know, do you put my money into raise or do I put my money into my savings account with NAB or CBA? So I think I think that's that's at a higher level. There's no direct competitor though that does everything we do. Our technology stack is amazing. And what I mean by that, it does everything from customer acquisition. You know, we we we're out there, we're doing uh, digital advertising, it's talking to the front end, it's talking to the back end to get the customer in. But then we do everything. And I, I sort of mentioned that we do um your deposits withdrawals we do all that we do all the investing at the end of the day and at the end of the day 
if you put in your five dollars we'll give you a contract statement at the end of the day like you would through a normal broker to say your five dollars has been bought across these seven etfs and this is the percentages then we give you a month end statement that says your opening month closing month these are all the movements then we give you an annual tax statement that you can either upload to the ato or give to your tax accountant so we do it all there's no one out there and then you add in the education, the my finances and the budgeting tools in there, plus raise home ownership, plus Varley, which is our property valuation model, plus all the, the properties. There's nobody doing everything that we do. Customers, are, uh, competitors do parts of, but not everything that we do. So look, I think the tech's pretty, pretty amazing. Awesome. So Brandon, like this is the final question. So this is going to take you back a bit. So you and George teamed up uh like five or six years ago right to start yep. this business it probably was a big risk because you left your full-time job and then you went into this so what was the thinking behind that you know if you like take us back like why did you do this and did it cost you a lot of money to just you know because every business has a bit of investment and what was your what was your take did you do like a, a survey a business plan of yours or, or you just felt like you know it's time for me to move on and do something on my own. Yeah, look, from a personal point of view, my personal point of view, it was time for me to uh, try something new. And I'm a big believer is if you, if, you can, if you have trouble getting out of bed because you're not happy with your job, make a change. You know, it's up to you as an individual. So I, I was very um, uh, fixed on doing that. And then I was fortunate that the, that the Acorns opportunity came up. But I think yeah, speaking for myself, the financial literacy, the financial inclusion that the app provided was the big selling point for me. Um, you know, I was I was looking for what's my next challenge, what's my next role, where should it be, should it go back, should I go into a bank or should I go, yeah, try the investment houses or, or something like that. This it, That's what drew me to it. And then we, we sort of spoke about it and George had already done some focus groups around it to see what, how, would it, how would the take up be and George had been to the US and spoke as the Acorns guys. And, and that's what sold me on it, was that his passion around it, combined with my passion and belief around it, it we thought, right, this this is going to work. And look, we had expectations on day one, and, and that was from watching the US business go live about six months before ours. Uh, but it, yeah, the take-up was amazing. We were absolutely stoked with it because it resonated with people. And whilst it's do, it, the automation feature is just something that I think everybody should give, have, give a go and see what it creates for them and, and provides that education and understanding. But it does it in the background of life. You know, everybody has a budget. Everybody says they have a budget, but they don't stick to it. Or they set their budget like this, but then they leave this section out here for whatever I've got left over, I'll invest or just save. But what the, what the Raise app does is bring it all in together and you're saving as you're, um, as you're spending. Awesome. So, all right, that's all the time that we have for today. We have just been speaking to Brandon Malone, the co-founder and CEO of Res Invest Australia. Thank you so much, Brandon, for joining us today. Great, great to be here, June. And if anybody wants to check us out, check out the website and join up. Yes, I will do that soon. <laughs> Thank you. The pleasure is all ours. Be sure to join us the next time as we aim to interview another awesome entrepreneur from across Australia. Thank you. Bye. Bye.